0: Hey friends, it's Rye Myers here, your Broadway and Entertainment BFF, and welcome back to another episode of Live with Rye, the podcast. I am so happy you're here today and listening. Hope you all are doing well. Uh, If you're here on the East Coast, I hope you're enjoying this new fall weather and uh, staying warm. I can't believe that we are already in November. Uh, I'm so excited to chat with today's guests. They are two people that are you know, changing the way that we look at musical theater. They are getting ready to go off-Broadway with this brand new musical. And as somebody who's a creative, who's a producer, I love when I see people doing what they love. And I'm so happy to know one of them personally. Um, The people we have today are Christian Christian Cantrell and Samantha Roberts, who are on the creative team. Um, Samantha is the director, and Christian is the music director for the new musical, Here I Am. I am so excited to chat with them. So please help me welcome my special guest, Christian Cantrell and Samantha Roberts hi hello hello Christian I didn't realize it was gonna be I was gonna have such a tongue twister (laughs) 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 I'm sorry about that it's a double c (laughs) Mm yeah oh my goodness well it's so great to chat with both of you so yeah first tell me a little bit about how the two of you met and became um partners on something better productions which is your production company
1: Oh, this is my little story I always tell. So we were on the NYU callback for musical theater writing. And we got divided into little groups. And I don't know what I said, but I said something maybe about Smash and I don't know, Sondheim? Something about people that randomly Christian understood and loved. And he was the only person that really responded So then I was like, well, I gotta find this person. And I stalked on Instagram and their full name isn't in their Instagram handle. So it took me forever to find them and I messaged them. And we just started talking and they were probably like, why is this random person from this call messaging me? Um, But then I said, hey, we should move to New York and write together. And he was like, okay. And that's kind of how it started.
0: Oh my God, I love that. What a great, great uh, story. So tell us a little bit about this brand new musical, Here I Am, and how it came about. You're no strangers to creating you know, content and creating new musicals, um, but this one is really taking off. So tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah. So Here I Am is sort of a love story for the modern age. That's sort of how we always you know, start our description of the show and everything. Um, but it's sort of a cautionary tale of sorts. Um about what can happen when you fall down the rabbit hole of social media mm-hmm. um, and how that sort of impacts um, relationships in in the modern world. Um, and it's sort of this journey that follows the protagonist of Scarlet and she makes some mistakes and she learns a few things by the end. and um, this will be the spoiler-free edition. (laughs) You gotta come to the show to figure out what those mistakes are. But, um, you know, she sort of gets tangled up in this web um, and doesn't really realize how her actions are leading her, how social media's impacting that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's sort of this overall message about, you know, love and hope and whether or not people are worthy of forgiveness. based on their actions. And maybe that question is answered, maybe it's not. Maybe it's up to the audience members to decide if these characters are worthy of forgiveness or not. Um, And that's sort of the story of the show. Um, The show actually came about um, in a bit of an unconventional way, (laughs) if you wanna talk about that. So
1: um, when I convinced Christian to move to New York, I was like, we're gonna do a concert of all of our music that we've written. We'll do your shows. We'll do my show. We'll do pop music that I've written. And we'll write for collaborations and opening and closing. And then two standalones in the middle. Mm. The first one we wrote was Down, which is now pretty much the theme of Here I Am. Um, and I was thinking like Morticia Adams. I don't know why. I was just, he started playing. I was like, play again, play again. I was like, oh, yep, it's going to be called Down. And I just started writing it right there. And then they sent me the music for what actually was Here I Am. And because wow. the story is very loosely based off of my experience um, and one that involves my current uh, partner, Trevor, mm-hmm. I wanted to write almost like an apology to him. And that's what Here I Am was. And then after that concert, we kind of looked at her and said, is this act one and this is act two? And we kind of had that epiphany moment and we drafted the first version really quickly And then we were like, okay, now we want to add all this other stuff. But yeah, it definitely came in a weird, funny way.
0: That's so interesting. And I, and I love the, the topic too, that this centers on. I mean, geez, we live in a social media world today. Everything like is social media focused, even as something as like creating, um, you know, a musical, you have to have a social media following, you have to have a website. Like we are so ingrained, um, in the social media world today. And it's, it's dangerous, you know, and it is a built to be addicting. And, you know, a lot of validation that comes from it that is not real and expectations, you know, uh, things that people get and receive um, based on following types or engagement and stuff. And, uh, you know, it so I always find it so fascinating when people sort of tackle that dark side of it, because it needs to be talked about. And I think it's stuff that You know some people want to acknowledge and i think some people don't
1: yeah and kind of touching on that we don't want to villainize social media or villainize technology either you know this isn't like black mirror compared to emoji land yes not doing one or the other we're trying to be as true in the middle as possible because we believe you know social media technology texting any kind of use of not real world is social media in our minds Mm -hmm. in this show and it really is what you make of it. You can make of it course. to be this monster. You can yes. make it to be this asset. So it's very much like trying to live in that middle of, well, it's here. How do we manage it? And how do we accept what we can do when we can't?
2: Yeah, I think that's something that's really touched on in the show is not necessarily social media being the villain. It definitely does take on a sort of AI point of view, like, mm-hmm. It maybe becomes a bit of a creature within the show that's larger than what social media would be in today's world. Like we're not using Instagram, we're not using um, well, I guess it's called X now. We're not <laughs> using that or TikTok or something like that. That's sort of the basis, and then it sort of takes on a larger creature, which um, our ensemble is really great at portraying. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, one of our biggest influences is Sondheim. And personally, my favorite musical is Into the Woods. Mm. And as I'm sure a lot of all of us know, um, at the end of Into the Woods, Cinderella says, I wish again, sort of telling us that she's still not satisfied with everything she has. And I think that now in a little bit of a different way, um, social media is like, it's like seeking validation. And it's somewhere to get um, the fact that people are always wanting things. And now it's at your fingertips, like on your phone. Mm -hmm. It's instantly accessible. Anything that you could possibly want is out on the internet. And so I think it creates an interesting world to build a musical in, in which you have a central character who's saying, I'm not sure what I want, but I know that there's something that I do want. And so I'm going to go to this place to try and get it.
1: Yeah. And I off, love of, that. off of that is the idea of like how much control does Scarlett really have over mm-hmm. the decisions she's making? Because we did want to play with the idea of like a female in this world needing this validation. It's a right. modern story in the age of not just social media, but in the age of instant gratification and, totally. and like where validation is so fleeting and you feel the need to search for it so much that's a big part of it because it really depends on how Scarlett is viewing social media. It's not really about social media. It's about how it affects her. And it's very, you know, obviously affects all genders, but mm-hmm. there has always been a societal pressure on um, women. Oh yeah. Of like how to look and social media just makes that so much harder. So that was I, something that we wanted to talk about.
0: I love that. I, I totally agree. And. Forgive me if if the uh, the last uh, question it was not that was not framed in a negative way about social media but thank you for clarifying I think it's great um, social media but there are a lot of I, I like that you're touching on you know that it's there is that there it's perfectly imperfect so I love that you know um, you're taking the the road that you are on it and for expanding more on that what kind of music does this musical bring to the table um, for Here I Am what kind of music can we expect as theater lovers.
2: Yeah, so Here I Am is definitely a new age musical. You're going to get definitely a pop rock score. You're Mm -hmm. going to get, um, in addition to composing and music directing, I'm also the orchestrator of the show.
0: Wow.
2: You're going to get overdriven electric guitar. You're going to get fat drum hits. You're going to get a loud, in-your-face musical. Um, And that's definitely one of the things I love about the show as well. You know, I think right now we're seeing not as many sort of like these big in your face rock musicals as we have seen in past years, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it just hasn't come down the pipeline in a while. And I think Here I Am is definitely that next show that's going to give you this big rock score, lots of, you know, distorted, crunchy harmonies. Um, Mm -hmm. You're going to just get a lot of pop rock music, um, you're going to get anywhere from like Alanis Morissette to yeah. Taylor Swift to Olivia Rodrigo to Kelly Clarkson, anywhere in there, those sort of mid 2000s pop songs and like Some lots bass of and Robert
1: Brown, even like, yeah, it's very lots fluid.
2: of alt rock as well. Um, just a lot of, you know, big musical numbers um that are really fun to do and you know the the orchestration is killer if i do say to myself <laughs> but um yeah that's that's the sort of vibe of the show definitely very contemporary um very like modern
1: yeah and we yeah. also wrote it in a different way too because there are some songs that i wrote purely on my own um and then we kind of would collaborate on them. So like the bass I wrote, and then there were some songs that Christian wrote the bass and we would collaborate and come back. So you could tell kind of, you know, as people listen to it, they'll probably be able to tell like what really is more me and what's a little more Christian mm-hmm. um, because Christian is more music focused. I'm more lyric focused. And that's it. also why I did all the vocal arrangement on the show. So the okay. crunchy weird stuff is all me because I think it's so interesting. And we have those influences of like Sondheim and wow. it's, it's so valuable. So we take like a lot of pop rock for music and we mix it with very meaningful and purposeful lyrics because that's why I care about the most.
0: I love it. That is, it's so important to do that. And I'm, I'm so excited to hear, hear the music and hear the show. Um, the big news though, that we, um, uh, need to touch on is this run of Here I Am is heading to Off-Broadway. The musical is heading to Off-Broadway Yay. for an Off-Broadway run, um, wow that is a tremendous tremendous accomplishment for any show um so can you tell us a little bit about this upcoming off-broadway run how did that come about and sort of what have you learned in this process
1: yeah so um i'm just a big fighter for work and for what i believe in and this show has such loyal cast members who have been sticking with the show who came over for readings and helped us develop you know the show's on draft 16 and that only happens because we have these cast members that care about the show so much and believe in it that they come over and we read it and we discuss it and collaborate and um i am stubborn and i was gonna make it happen and then we met our lovely producer uh dara and she was like yeah let's do it this show is ready for that and our amazing GM Jason, they were both very adamant of let's get going. This is the time, and we didn't want to keep waiting because you know this show, it is very timely. It has a lot of universal themes of who's forgive, who's um, redeemable, who's worthy of forgiveness, the gray area in life. But also, it is applying those universal themes to something very um, timely right now. So we wanted to make sure that we stayed on top of it. And um, AMT was just the theater that, you know, we had, they had interest in the show and they were such fabulous people to work with. And they have a really cool space that will work very Thank well you. for the show with all of their amazing lights and sounds. So yes, projection. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm also, there's a lot of like new things that we're doing with this show or things that don't get to happen tons with this show um, involving the cast. Um, we have a trans artist that's singing bass and she never gets to just sing basses ensemble and be ensemble and do all the amazing things she gets to do. We have a non-binary artist that normally is forced into alto singing tenor, um, and there's just things like that that we're like, we have to make this happen now. This is what theater should look like. There should be this ability of, you don't have to gender voice roles. Voice types aren't gendered. There's no reason for them to be. Mixing is mixing. There's no reason for it to be, and we wanted to fight for that, and then my producers, they wanted uh, me to stay as Scarlet, which was really uh, rewarding and kind of shocking. But, you know, being someone that uses she, they pronouns and getting to do multiple roles on a show and having the support and respect of my cast and of the producers is almost never done. And it's I want to be able to do that now so that more people can do that. Because it needs to happen. <laughs> There's no reason that it doesn't happen for people that you she, her or they them pronouns enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I totally agree. And AMT, I mean, I've been there several times. They've got great shows uh, there, and yeah, they're right next to Smackery. So know. You know, you're going if people if you are going, make sure you stop and get a cookie first. Um, but it, that's a really great theater to be at. And uh, so when do you when do, uh, when does it open officially? And
1: um, I believe. Actual opening date is TBD, but I'm pretty sure first previews are March first.
0: Wow! So this last
1: possibly opening, we may push previews up a little bit. We'll see. But yeah, it's going to be March. Will be our month, and it will be a six-week run.
0: That's so exciting! Wow! And um, who are some of the cast members that we have in it um, so so far? Do we do we have casting in um, announced, or is that to coming in the future?
1: Casting is. I mean, I guess by the time we release this, casting will have been announced. Uh, yes, we have some fabulous cast members that have been with the show for a few years now. Uh, Jack Baugh is going to be playing uh, Spencer as my co-star. Slee is going to be playing Cameron. Cedric Ekra is going to be playing Kyle. Um, and we have some fabulous ensemble uh, people, uh, Melody. Mm, wait,
2: Melody Muniz. Mel-
1: Melody Muniz. <laughs> Damn it. I was like, I'm going to say it right. And then I get nervous.
0: No, it's okay.
1: Nico Granados. um, oh, great. Johnson, Jasmine Johnson. Uh, Alexis Nkwanji. Is that right? I believe it's Nick Yep. I think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't have anyone's names in front of no, me. No, that's
0: okay. That's okay.
1: Um, did I miss anyone? <laughs>
0: We know you didn't mispronounce it on purpose, so.
1: Alexis can read me later for that. That's okay. <laughs> um, Did I miss anyone that's confirmed? I think
2: you got it. I don't
0: know. Wow.
1: I think that was, I that's think that was, that was. That's a yeah, few cast members. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, it yeah. sounds like
0: a stellar cast. Oh my gosh, that's going to be so exciting. And to have a off-Broadway show at your. both of your ages, I mean, we're, we're kind of around the same age. It's mm-hmm. That's a, a really big thing. And that, you know, obviously has taken quite a bit to get there, so how are you both feeling about it? You must feel so uh excited and relieved maybe i don't know uh, uh anxious or um about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel great about it. The show has been through a lot of development like within the 2 years like it, it honestly 2 years is like a short amount of time for a new musical, is, but yeah. the amount of development that's happened I think, you know, we're ready for it. Mm -hmm. We've done 16 drafts of the show. We've done a reading for almost all of those. Like Mm -hmm. um, we've done two workshops, 54 Below, uh, just lots of of these things where we knew that to take this show to where we wanted it to be, we just needed to see it in a theater, in a space Mm -hmm. um, where... Here I Am is a very technical you know, show. It depends on tech a lot. Um, it depends on orchestrations, things like that that we couldn't do at a reading to mm-hmm. where we were happy with the show and we knew that to really get a grasp on what this show is and how well it works, we needed to take it to a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels really good to know that there is one that's interested that wants to make this happen, that we've got a production team that wants to make this happen. Um, and it's great to you know, have work put up in any capacity, but especially this one is great.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. I mean, I've been so insistent it was happening for a long time, so I think that I'm just like, yep, yeah, it was going to happen. Yep, it's happening. And sometimes the imposter syndrome sits in a little bit, you know, where you're sure. like, oh, we're sitting in auditions and everyone's auditioning for us, okay. And it's kind of a crazy space to be in because we're uh young but very mature and very very passionate. mature <laughs> and See very for passionate. <laughs> but,
2: no,
1: Christian's not mature i'm I'm not <laughs> mature but I'm the one that's in all the all the scary meetings so that's why <laughs> um but yeah it's been really exciting I think I'm I'm very much a person that puts like other people's needs on my shoulders, which sometimes bad, but right now is very good because we have cast members that really wanted the show to happen. And I said, I'm gonna make it happen <laughs> for you guys, for Christian, cause Christian was like, I don't know. And I was like, I got this, I'm gonna make it happen. And amazing. that just was kind of, that's super cool and amazing. I think I'm not gonna like, I don't think I'm gonna process it until like we close or yeah. until we move to the next theater. <laughs> or until it's bigger. I don't know. Maybe I will never process this. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. It's it's such a, I mean, I feel all of that, you know, like feel it all, take that all in and, and that's okay. Right. Because it's, it's going to be happening at such a whirlwind pace. So, you know, you'll process it on your own time and that's exciting uh, either way. Um, as we sort of start to finish up here, where can we learn more about the show? Keep up with it. If people want to like follow it online on a website, um, shoot it at us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have a TikTok. Here I am, underscore musical, I think. Yeah. Uh, We also have another TikTok called Something Better underscore prod, which is our production account that's actually a 501c3. So we will be hopefully doing a lot of opportunities for young artists with this show, Um, different apprenticeships, things like that. Um, We have a winter gala in January that will be with the show as well. Hopefully, opening more opportunities up. We do have an Instagram here. We I a, am
2: the musical here. I
1: am the musical, which is the TikTok as well. <laughs> uh, we have a website. We have something, Bear productions website the here. I am the musical website. Awesome. Anything you can name, we probably have it.
0: <laughs> It'll all be in the show notes. If you're interested, you can click on all the links in the show notes and check it out as well. So um, that's amazing. And uh, um, Samantha and Christian, where can we keep up with you and follow both of you as well?
1: Um, My Instagram is S-A-M-M-I Rose underscore R and Christian.
2: My tag is Christian Writes Musicals Across Everything. Yeah. And um,
1: we also just yesterday for when this was for when this releases um, dropped a single from Here I Am on all major streaming platforms to go search it up. Go find down on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you use.
0: That's so exciting. make sure you all listen to it. I'm I'm gonna put that on my phone to go check out uh, when we're finished here. That's so exciting. Well, Samantha Christian, thank you so much for uh, chatting today about this new musical. You know me how, how excited I get about new works, and as a fellow producer and as somebody who's lead producing a musical as well, that's an original work that's got a, fo- a, a called "The Parts I Keep Inside." That's in its sort of phases of getting to that off-Broadway run, workshops, readings. We're working on um, drafts, stuff like that. It's very exciting to hear and to um, talk to somebody who uh is in the process knee deep and is now getting ready to put the musical off broadway so my hat goes off to you and kudos to both of you
1: thank you and we're always looking for more um investors producers team members please reach out dara would love to talk to you and we hope to expand our team and make it millions of (laughs) force
0: Oh my God, that's amazing! That is amazing. Yes, listen, folks. You know, especially as independent um, and you know producers and creatives, we rely on people like you to you know help and support us. So, if you are able to, if you are curious about getting involved with the arts or getting involved with the shows or whatever, do reach out to Samantha and Christian and um, you know speak to them more about that opportunities because theater only survives uh, if we have people like you who are able to help and to contribute to it so anyway samantha and christian thank you so much this was a pleasure so make sure you check out uh here i am the musical and keep watching for when tickets go on sale and make sure you get them and march is going to be an exciting time in the city for the show all right thank Thank you so much
1: yes thank Thank you. you